for Thursday, June 9, the 160th day of 2022. There are 205 days left in the year. Good morning, MB. Guiding you through In the Know at K105 on Lynchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose. Live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and the hashtag is In the Know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. Going to be a big day nationally, we'll tell you why. And we've got today's water cooler question. It will be your chance to win. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the No. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. Is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm okay. You showed me a funny meme uh, earlier this week of a uh, Bluetooth uh, hose sprayer. It was uh, (laughs) that you could use in the garden. It was a a Bluetooth, uh, basically a a fixture, water fixture that you know the gun that you spray in your garden, Mm -hmm. and it was the Bluetooth variety. And I thought that was funny. It reminded me about the blinker fluid that. We tell kids that they need to you know, go into the auto parts store to find. Um, but we don't know enough about our cars. Uh, 44% of owners find their cars confusing. Half say they don't know the size of their engine, how to pop the hood or refill their windshield washing fluid. Three in 10 drivers don't know how to put air in the tires. 30% of people don't. I mean, you know how to. You don't like to, but you don't, but you certainly know how to. I Is that fair? Know how to. Fair to say. And then twenty five percent twenty five percent of car owners can't find the dipstick for the oil. So out of all those, I'm pretty good. Yeah. Um, I will say, popping the hood on mine though. Mm-hmm. Is interesting. It's a little harder. You it can, is. It's harder. But once I get the hood up, I can do the other stuff. You can find the switch to pop the hood, but there's now they've got a little hidden release in there that's Mine's a lot harder a to unique. find. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a little bit uh, definitely mm-hmm. harder to do there. But uh, anyway, that's uh, we don't know enough about our cars, but we just rely upon them so heavily. He is a five-time winner of the coveted Ohio News Hawk Award. He's the two-time Silver Sound nominee, covering every corner of the globe. London, Budapest, Rio, Tokyo, and even Litchfield. He's Sam Gormley and the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. How are you? Not too bad. Are you covering London today? Are you on assignment covering events in London for K105 Sports? I was planning on covering events at Grace County High School because you got some summer basketball. But... Uh, okay, so I guess I'm covering. I'm covering London. So there's the live. The live golf tournament is uh, playing today. So the uh, I wanted to see what all the what all the hoopla was about. So the uh, live live golf London tour event is under the way, and anybody who didn't already uh, resign from the PGA tour got resigned this morning. As soon as they started playing, so the W the PGA has now it's basically WCW. This mm-hmm. is when the WWE and the WCW squared off against one another. Now we have um, it's interesting. They had a shotgun start this morning. Oh, so instead of pairings and going off in waves, they had a shotgun start. But then that makes leaderboarding nearly impossible. Uh-huh, because somebody could be a par three, par five. That, mm-hmm. That's right. Everybody starts on a different hole, so their track is different. 
you know, around the course, they start on 17, so 16 would be their finishing hole. So it's got to be a nightmare for TV coverage. Relative to par, it is. And so the, what they've done is they've changed to a pylon scoring board, so it looks a little bit like NASCAR or Formula One, where you've just got everyone listed, and it shows holes to finish. So, like, right now they've got 15 holes to finish, and then it shows all their scores with this many holes to play. And so it's really kind of remarkable how it works. Phil Mickelson is dressed all in back in black. I did see a picture of him. He's this got morning. only the Augusta National logo and it's very faded on his pullover and he hasn't shaved in about ten days, you can tell. So I'm he, assuming a shotgun start is nobody's shooting a shotgun and everybody's running out with clubs. Well, there is actually a shotgun historically to let people know when to start. Uh-huh. You know, it's they start so that because you can hear it all over the so course. Somebody's shooting at every hole. But it's it's do what? Somebody is teeing off, shooting at every hole. Right. But but historically, they called it a shotgun start because you waited until you heard the shotgun. To, to, when you tee off. To everybody tee off. And so you have 18 teams, theoretically, or 18 groups, and someone starts on one, two, three, four, where historically in pairing play, everyone starts on one and plays through 18, and they just go through waves. Well, this way, there are golfers all over the course from the moment they start until the moment they end. So that's it's a little bit more effective. Well, it's a little bit like the USFL trying to tweak some of the rules of football to make it more engaging. The Live Golf Tour is trying to find things that might make it more. They're playing like a glorified golf scramble of yeah, sorts sort of and big but but bigger prizes than any scramble you've probably ever played in <laughs> i don't know the cougar golf scramble returns on saturday big some big prizes giving away t-shirts and everything last year okay That's... when they get into the millions let's let's I'll, talk i'll talk to coach Embry. no storms today no heavy rain just sunshine and it's going to be a glorious day a high of about uh, 78 here between the lakes Tomorrow's rain will arrive as a batch of showers through the day and the evening, just light amounts expected. But uh, we'll see a high of 78 today, a low of 60 tonight, showers tomorrow, about a 70% chance, and a high of 77 is what you can expect. Um, National headlines uh, to kind of touch on this morning. The House of Representatives passed a gun control bill yesterday, a wide-ranging gun control bill in response to recent mass shootings that would raise the age limit for purchasing a semi-automatic rifle, prohibit the sale of ammunition magazines with a capacity of more than 15 rounds. The legislation passed mostly party-line vote of 223 to 204. It is much less likely uh, that that bill is not going to pass the Senate. But over in the Senate, there's a group of about 12 lawmakers who are trying to find some type of compromise on some issues that has some elements of gun control to it but it's not that's not the only uh effort that they are going to make to try and put an end or at least curb some of this senseless violence doing nothing would be an embarrassment yeah i don't think doing nothing is the answer um with every for me everything's on the table put everything out there that is a reasonable expectation on what could help uh, solve this problem and let's do something to try and to try and fix it because you won't fix it immediately you won't fix it in the next 24 hours but you can only hope to fix it for the next and the future generations what, of our what country. did einstein say yeah this the, what is it the uh the pathway to or the reason for a san, insanity is doing the same thing over the same and over, thing over, over and over, and over again, again and expecting, expecting a different, a different, different result. result and so uh but here's what i will 
here's what I, as Americans, don't want us to fall victim to. And I say it a lot. Consider the source of your information. You know, don't don't just take a singular source of information. Take multiple sources of information and then try and figure out if if somebody's got a different perspective and maybe ask why. Like what what and if it's differing information, well why does it why does it differ? Is this person trying to tell a particular narrative? Uh why would this person be telling another story and make yourself well informed and then try and reach some type of practical belief? I think we've got lots of ground to make up in our country. And I just want you to be careful. Just because you like somebody on Facebook doesn't mean that everything they share is information that you can rely upon and that you should use to form your belief system or your ideology on how we should do. So just be just be well informed and um, don't don't fall victim to just trusting one source and then saying, oh, well, that must be the way that uh, it is. We had another situation yesterday. Involving Supreme Court Justice uh, Brett Kavanaugh, a man who was outside his home that went there, he said, to kill Brett Kavanaugh. Um, He was a man from Simi Valley, California. As it turns out, he was suicidal because he let uh, he let police know. He basically called police and said that uh, what his intentions were and that he was upset by a leaked draft opinion about the uh, Roe v. Wade that's been, you know, talked about much for the last several weeks. He was also upset and believed that Kavanaugh would vote to loosen gun control laws. And again, I, I don't know why I don't know why this man, twenty uh, six year old Nicholas Roski of Simi Valley, California, I don't know why he singled Brett Kavanaugh out. I don't know the answer to that, but my guess is it's because Brett Kavanaugh has been vilified by those on the other side of the aisle and made him the poster child and then vis-a-vis the target for this type of evil behavior that uh, this Roski person was intending to inflict. And so, you know, it's yet another example of crime in, involved a gun. I don't know where he got his gun. I would imagine California has some very tough gun laws. I would imagine New York has some very tough gun laws, et cetera. I don't think that red flag laws just singly will fix things. Again, it's part of a more holistic approach that you have to take. So yet another example of uh, something that could have gone very, very badly, and um, it's it's got to change. Now, tonight, I'm concerned about the January 6th committee, and I I'm not I'm not concerned – because I would like to know the answers to the questions, and I would like to know, I would like to have a true understanding of what happened that day. What I don't understand is why it's being paraded through primetime. There aren't other there aren't other governmental hearings that I'm aware of, at least in recent history, that end up being the primetime fair for the American viewer, and it makes me wonder. Well, um, I'm not saying it shouldn't be, but again, consider the source. Is this just an opportunity for grandstanding by those who are running this committee to be able to further club people over the head for things that really they're not responsible for? Uh, but I will say at the end of the day, I would like to have a true, accurate report of who did what on January the 6th. I'd like to have an unspun, unbiased, fact-filled understanding of what happened that day.
but I'm not sure we're going to get it. Well, that's why you have hearings. You ask the questions and you put them on the stand. You would you would hope people would be truthful, and you would hope people would well, then, ask good questions, and that's true. Well, then, luckily, if they go onto the stand and they lie, we have a great great law that puts them in jail, right? Well, we we do have a law. Perjury? Yes, I don't know how many perjury uh, charges have been filed recently for lying to Congress, but uh, we did probably Barry should. Bonds get it or something? I think did Barry Bonds get that? Did he get tried on perjury? I don't know. I think so for the steroids. A missing person investigation has resulted in the Grayson County Sheriff's Office executing a search warrant at a Millwood property. Deputies, according to reports, deputies began executing the warrant. During the late afternoon Tuesday, we're on the scene well into Tuesday evening. Two people at the residence were arrested on unrelated drug charges late on Tuesday. It uh, stems from a man who has been missing for quite some time and uh, no other details available at, or no other details released at this time, but something they are continuing to work on. A big clifty man, a woman has been injured after leaving Elizabethtown Road while avoiding another vehicle yesterday morning about 3.20. First responders responded to the 11,000 block of Elizabethtown Road. They found a Lexus passenger car being driven by 27-year-old Jasmine Mack had been traveling west. She swerved to avoid an eastbound vehicle that was in her lane, uh, traveled uh, off the roadway about 100 feet. She suffered a head injury, was transported by EMS to Owensboro Health Twin Lakes Medical Center. Two workers have died after falling into a drainage system at a Western Kentucky power plant. Big River Electric Corporation spokeswoman Stephanie McCombs confirmed that a company employee and a contractor died on Tuesday while working on the company's Seabreeze Station property near the Green Station power plant in Henderson County. It wasn't clear how the workers ended up in the drainage system. Their names uh, were at least not released in the story that I'm looking at. Rescue efforts were defined, were uh, called tedious and slow in order to keep crews safe from toxic fumes. Now, ironically, the spokesperson of that information from the city of Henderson is my Aunt Donna. Really? Yeah, she's a spokesperson now. For She was uh, worked for the Gleaner for years and years, and she works for the city now. And so she was cited uh, in this in this story. You know her. As uh, offering, offering a description of the rescue efforts. So uh, the uh, devastating loss called uh, called by the CEO Bob Barry of Big Rivers Electric. So uh, another tragedy. Uh, at, E-town, yeah, yeah. yeah and then there was a mining accident. Second there... workplace accident here locally. Wasn't there uh, in Eastern Kentucky too, like mining or something? Maybe I could I be making that. Had, hadn't heard of that one. Uh, two people, including an Elizabethtown woman, have been arrested in connection to the murder of two women in Bullitt County. They have arrested 32-year-old Bradley Ross and 21-year-old Savannah McLannan. Of Elizabethtown, they were arrested yesterday afternoon, charged with two counts of murder, first-degree robbery, and additional charges in the deaths of 25-year-old Caitlin Raymond of Brooks, 27-year-old Kristen Longanker of Louisville. This happened back on Monday, May 30th, at uh, off uh, Pitts Point Road. So I feel like sitting in this seat, I have to make a comment about tattoo placement, right? Oh, yeah, you've got a really good <laughs> uh, good look at, yeah. it's Well, sometimes it's an indicator of maybe not well thought out decisions tattoo placement right i i forget her her go-to line but just no regrets yeah no regrets no that's regrets. right that's lobbying groups spent more than 11 million dollars to try to influence legislation during this year's general assembly session in kentucky 
The total beats a record set in 2018 when $10.67 million was spent to influence legislators. The state's top lobbying spender this past session was the Kentucky Chamber of Commerce, which spent about $184,000 on lobbying for or against more than 70 bills. The Kentucky Hospital Association spent the second most with more than $149,000 spent lobbying. And the Chamber of Commerce is, of course, an advocacy uh, group representing lots of businesses. The ACLU spent $128,000. I guess of of $11 million, I would have expected the largest chunk of that to be more than $184,000. Are there that many lobbyists? There are. I mean, well, I mean, the Broadcasters Association Mm -hmm. has a lobbyist. um, So, but $11 million... I would, I would have been. Where, where's the horse money? Like, where's the equine industry's money? Are Knowing they, them, it wouldn't shock me if they have, you know, the the Kentucky Equine Association, the Kentucky Thoroughbred Association, the Kentucky uh, yeah, Brown could, Equine they Association, where they, yeah, that. so they make it look like it's coming from a lot of different. Yeah, or are they just like do they have small independent lobbyists that uh-huh. lobby independent? But they're all under Churchill. Right, yeah, Uh it's just kind of odd. I mean, the chamber is a big industry. It represents lots of industries, but you would think the horse, I mean, yeah, it's kind of of a surprise. Well, the move from circuit clerks to regional driver's licensing uh, centers is about complete. The newest office is open in London. It's the 28th facility. To open statewide, if you're watching, you can see a map of where they in England now. Where they are, yes, they are Uh opening. Well, I mean, they got golfers over there, so they American golfers over there. (laughs) They need one. So there's one in Bowling Green. I mean, there's a bunch, but one in Bowling Green, one in Elizabethtown, one in Owensboro for you. Uh, I will tell you, I'm just kind of just passively measuring and seeing people's experiences (laughs) Uh, before you go charging off. Ask good questions. Uh, do your due diligence and your research before you go charging off to Elizabethtown or go charging off to Bowling Green or Warren County. I don't. Apparently, there might be some residency restrictions on where you go. Uh, my understanding is that appointments are also at a premium, so maybe you have to check first thing every morning and check some uh, appointment schedules. So, uh, just you know, anytime anything's new like this and changing, just just do your homework before you go charging at five dollars a gallon before you go charging down the highway and then find out. Oh, sorry, you didn't do it correctly. I was lucky; I got to do one of the pop ups here. Oh yeah, that, so it worked that, that real, certainly real helps. easy. Oklahoma Associate Head Coach K.T. Turner was officially named the University of Kentucky men's basketball coach's uh, assistant coach and um, in the filling a spot vacated by Jay Lucas earlier this year. Uh, Sam, should I be excited about this? I mean, I love the people that are, oh, I I don't want him. You couldn't name – you couldn't have named who – well, I guess you knew who Jay Lucas was. I guarantee you didn't know who Chin Coleman was, though. Yeah. Did you know who Orlando Antigua was before Cal hired him? No, I did not. I didn't know Chen Coleman before Chen Coleman was Kenny here. Payne, I definitely you knew, knew. I knew Kenny Payne, but uh, and you knew Jay Lucas because yeah. he was recruited by Kentucky. But that's just the thing. I mean, listen. so I, sh- should I should be okay. Yeah, I, I mean, I like KT Turner. I, in Cal, you trust. I mean, okay. he he doesn't miss on assistance very often. All right, I, I, I'm for KT Turner. Then that's very good. Hey, Josh Horton from the Grayson County Health Department is here. Uh, you'll never believe what June is. We'll tell you why he's here and what you need to know. Coming up here on In the Know. Oh! Oh! Woo! 
Today is Donald Duck Day. The only guy that we just allow going around without not wearing any pants. I can't do a Donald Duck voice. 1934, Donald Duck debuted 88 years ago. It is Writer's Day today, and it is Strawberry Rhubarb Pie. Writers? Day today. Like, I'm writing a paper? Writer, W-R-I-T-E-R. Oh, okay. I didn't know if it was writers, like, yes. for motorcyclists. No, not writers. So, but uh, I couldn't. Like, you can have my strawberry rhubarb pie. I'm out on that. Can't it's say I've ever had it. Also, the day we say good morning and welcome back to uh, Josh Horton. He is the public health director at the Grayson County Health Department. Good morning. Welcome good back. Good morning. How are you all? Uh, we're doing uh, very well. I guess it's been uh, maybe almost a couple of months since. We uh, have seen you to get all caught up on on what's shaking. Um, you're not here to talk about COVID, but while you're here, I guess I did see where we gave the weekly report a couple of days ago from the governor's briefing and just saw we're out on the edges. We're seeing some red, you know, extreme mm-hmm. eastern, extreme western Kentucky. Um, we're seeing a little numbers come up. Some in Grayson County. Uh, what would you report today when it pertains to COVID-19 locally? Uh, the last time I looked at the local data, we had a one to three people in the hospital. Um, and we'd had, I think over the last four to six weeks, maybe one or two people pass away. Um, the numbers continue to creep up a little bit. I think there was like 40 people actively in isolation that we're aware of. But of course we know that there are people who are using the home tests and self-isolating or Hopefully they're self-isolating yeah. um, and not necessarily reporting that. So I'd say there's a lot more active cases than that. <clears throat> okay. Well, the uh, what I heard from that is it's not making you lose sleep or keeping you up at night or causing you lots of angst, and that's good news. Yeah, it's absolutely beautiful, wonderful news. So you're able to focus on other things, getting back to uh, helping in the uh, across the health landscape and all the varying places that are needed. And you shared with – I, I knew it, but true to form about men and their health, I had just sort of ignored or forgotten that June is Men's Health Month. Is that correct? It is. It's National Men's Awareness Health Month, or however they say it. So let me just go ahead and state it. This is for the purposes of stating the obvious. Men are the worst. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Men are the worst when it comes to health. We don't want to hear about it. We don't want to talk about it. And that is to our into our demise because we tend to put off things or procrastinate, and sometimes we wait until unfortunately it's too late. Why are we that way, Josh? You know, during my research of all this, uh, the only thing I could find statistically is a man is way more or less likely to go see a physician or a provider than a woman. Um, but you know, it breaks it down as theories as I don't know if you want to say that that it's pride or. Or maybe just the way some men are raised or whatever have you, but there's definitely a statistic statistical difference between the sexes when it comes to, you know, going to the doctor. I I think part of it is because young women for physiological reasons are more likely to be onboarded into the healthcare system at an earlier age mm-hmm. just for practical reasons. I think we can all figure that out. <laughs> and young men are more likely to to get by with not having to be onboarded into the healthcare system for longer because there are no natural milestones where you go, well, you got to go now because of this or you got to go because of that. And even from a reproductive health standpoint and that type of thing, all that responsibility has been put on the 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 female gender of our society rather than the males and some of that's shifting over a over a longer period of time but in a in a simplistic way is it 
Can we just say, because we don't have to at an early age, we just put it off as long as we possibly can? I think that makes sense, um, especially working, you know, in public health. We definitely um, start to see, you know, you know, kids, you know, when they hit their, their puberty stage, we see a lot more girls than we do boys. Yeah. So I, I guess, you know, from a clinical perspective, I can see some validity in that in that claim a lot of men a lot of uh, boys they either have to go through the sports physical you know to in order to stay on the playing field that they want to do or if they suffer an injury of some kind broken leg broken arm whatever but then it's like okay get me get me fixed up get me through this and i'm going to be back out here i think there's just also uh, historically there's that macho that ego that i i i am more um I'm not vulnerable to things, and I'm 10 feet tall, and I'm bulletproof, and nothing's going to get me, and we develop this in our psyche all the while there are silent things happening to us that um, that will that will get us if we put them off long enough. Yeah, and the scary thing is, Mark, a lot of those silent things are, are the, I mean, they're killers, mm-hmm. uh, and, and sometimes, you know, people can wait too late. Um, COVID, you know, you mentioned COVID is um, there's also statistics that say that, you know, as far as people keeping their appointments with their doctors and getting their their physicals, all that stuff went to the wayside uh, during COVID, unfortunately, for whatever reasons. Um, So hopefully this uh, uh, June, the awareness will will not only show men, but show women as well. But we're focusing on men this month on the importance in getting back um, into the swing of things. Or if you haven't, if you haven't been to the doctor in years. Um, or you haven't really started to pay attention to your mental health and, and something's just not right, do maybe you, you can start. Do you have any advice for the the women in the, in the lives of men on maybe uh, ways that they can encourage without seeming insistent or to harp or to, you know, there there's a there's a way to there's a way to gently do this and gently get someone to do something without jumping up and down about it what what advice would you offer you know the only thing i can say is i've been raised around women i have a mother of course and i have an older sister and i never doubt their ability um to uh, sway or motivate uh, the man in our family mm-hmm. um so they, they're gifted that that's a uh, that's something i guess the good lord gave them so um, I think if anybody can, uh, you know, communicate to a spouse, it would be their wife, you know, who who comes across as very caring um, and compassionate as well as wanting what's best um, or a mother. You know, my, I'm 34 years old and I still, if my mom has a recommendation or suggestion, I try to listen to it probably more than I did when I was 20 because then I try to do the opposite. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I would I, never do that. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, mom. Um, but yeah, I think that, that, that just definitely just having those conversations and, and letting, letting, uh, you know, wives and moms know that it's important that the, the males in their family get checkups as well. I, we were watching an episode of a new program on CBS called, uh, United States of Al may have seen it, may not, but, uh, either way, the point is this on a recent episode, the patriarch of the family who's about my age. He had, he suffered from gout and he was going through this macho thing. Is like, no, I'll be fine. He's a carpenter. Didn't want to go to the doctor. Wouldn't listen to his kids, etc. Well, his significant other, she finds out she's unaware of this condition. And so she says, you're going to go to the doctor and then you'll let me know what the doctor says. And then we will, then we will continue. And he said, are you telling me what to do? She said, no, 
I'm not telling you what to do. I'm telling you what I'm going to do until you do this. Oh. And that was she wasn't going to continue their relationship. She said, I am willing to help, but I'm only willing to help someone who's willing to help themselves. So that that stubborn attitude in men like, no, I'll be fine, all that stuff. There are ways, right, to, you know, oh, okay, to reason and go, well, maybe I should do something differently. So maybe rather than telling someone what they should do, maybe just say, well, here, here's what I'm going to do until maybe you're reasonable about, so, about something. You think that would be an effective way? You know, like I said, the art of persuasion. And I know growing up around women, they, they have that gift and yep. that, that gift of communication and, and stating their feelings. So I don't doubt that that wouldn't work. So if we've been able to get through to someone today, I know there are various milestones for, for men. Um, a lot of times you go sometimes from 30 to 50 in the blink of an eye and you go, oh, wait, suddenly I've got things that I have to worry about now that I didn't have to worry about before. Do you have some advice on on how to reach out or good resources of information or just some way to take that first step to being more in the driver's seat of of a man's health rather than just kind of suffering whatever happens? I think it's just being proactive. And, you know, we know our bodies more than anybody else. Not to say we know more than a doctor, but we know when something's not necessarily right. We may not know why, but we know that something's different. So being conscious of what's different and understanding that, you know, putting it off or ignoring it is not going to make the problem go away. Um, so I, I think if, you know, you're self, you, self-conscious, you, you, you take an active role in your life. And a lot of people, I was listening to you guys on the way in to the radio station, you were talking about, you know, um, invest, <clears throat> investigating your resources and making sure what you're reading is credible. I want to say that as a prelude, you know, but if you're one of those people who feel like you are equipped and you must do the research yourself, you know, go to those credible resources and, and, and look up information for yourself, but just make sure that you're getting um, multiple resources from every uh, possible um, valid resource out there. Places like Facebook, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a lot of Facebook doctors. <laughs> Epidemiologists. Uh, yeah, all uh, kinds of people know everything about everything. So. I, I will also tell you this. I had um, I, I had a physician tell me a couple of years ago I, I was lamenting that, you know, a physician that I was seeing or a, a clinic that I was involved in, that there was a hassle with insurance and this and paperwork and there wasn't a referral or whatever. And my physician just said that. And so I said, so I just gave up, you know, I just quit worrying with it. And he said, that's what the insurance company wants you to do. (laughs) He said, the insurance company wants you to give up and stop worrying about it. It's just all part of this big ecosystem of keeping people, you know, and, and so it, it, it left an impression upon me. I thought, yeah, so if we just give up when things get to be a hassle or when they get a little bit uncomfortable, we're rolling the di- – like we're taking chances with our health that we don't have to take. So he was saying just persevere through that and get to the other side and get some control over what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's that's the key thing, not waiting until it's too late and also understanding that, you're, that your primary provider is the best resource for you out there. All right, what have I not asked you that I need to ask you when it pertains to Men's Health Awareness Month? Uh, well, I believe it's June 17th is Wear Blue Day. Um, so for, uh, in a, you know. Easy. Yeah. Done. So, yeah, especially for a U.K. fan. I'm going to be wearing like it anyway. Blue. Yeah, yeah. blue is my favorite color, <laughs> and I like U.K., um, so, but yeah, the seventeenth is a wear blue day, um, and just making sure that you have those conversations, moms, wives, um, and daughters, 
um, with those those men in your life who are most special to you about making sure they're taking care of themselves mentally good, and physically. Good to see you as always. Good to see you. Come guys. back soon. That's Josh, I will. Josh Horton. He's the public health director of the Grayson County Health Department. Got to get to a break. The water cooler question coming up here on In the Know. In England, in the 1880s, pants was considered a dirty word. <laughs> Isn't it weird how we just, you know, we just, we just say pants, 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 well, it's pants. One of my favorite in in Spanish, pantalones, which is just a fun word to say. Pantalones, that's pantalones, right. Pantalones, yes. Yeah, pantalones. That's where it uh-huh. comes from. Uh-huh. Uh, but I didn't realize it's it was... It's probably derivative from Latin, and I would I would assume... What's your puzzled look, ma'am? Well, I'm trying to... I, I want to know what they did call them. Knickers? Maybe. Were they... And then it went pantaloons? Pantal, pantaloons? But I thought... Pantalones pantal- is, is... I thought Spanish. pantaloons were underneath your your... Bottoms uh, maybe, underneath your maybe. Pants. Well, you got pants and panties, and then but yeah, yeah Sam's right. Know. Knickers, you say mm-hmm. you'd say knickers mm-hmm. if you were in uh, if you were in the United Kingdom. Uh, here's today's water cooler question. I love those old timey words like pantaloons and ninny hammer and all those. I found uh, we'll try to get to the list before the show's over today. Found a bunch of old phrases that show your age, and I'm concerned of how many of them are on there that I use. I go, oh, no. Uh, here's the day, today's water cooler question. It'll be your chance to win. We'll give you your choice of tickets to uh, theme park. And the uh, correct answer needs to be sent via text to 270-259-6000. 270-259-6000. If you're not one in the last 30 days and you're 18 years of age or older, it takes five weeks of dating someone before it's considered acceptable to do this. It takes five weeks of dating someone before it's considered acceptable to do this. What is it? Five weeks. Got to be going out for five weeks before you can pull this move. Text the answer to 270-259-6000. Got a good guess. I want to see. I'm going to guess somebody. Okay, somebody guess. Okay. Two seven zero two five nine six thousand. Top Gun Maverick being dragged into court over what I would call a technicality. So apparently, Top Gun Maverick and apparently Top Gun the original was based upon a story written by. A guy who uh, has passed on, but his name was Ehud Yane. He was the writer who wrote a a story. It was an article that he wrote that inspired the original film. They, Paramount, reacquired the rights to the article before they made the sequel, Mm -hmm. got the rights, went on. Well, Top Gun Maverick was supposed to come out in 2019. So it had expired? So the family is claiming that they didn't reacquire the rights. They said it reverted back to them under the Copyright Act in January of 2020. 
And so they say Paramount deliberately ignored this, thumbing its nose at the statute. Well, here's – to me, I, I can in, in my court, I can go ahead and solve this. If they were compensated in the way that they agreed that they would be compensated under the terms of reacquiring the rights, mm-hmm. if they got their compensation, then they don't have a case. They just – Unless in their contract it said that it expires after – Two years or whatever, but I can't imagine that they would have assumed that that would have even been a thing. So then, but then the Paramount didn't get the benefits of the use Mm -hmm. in acquiring it until it went to the box office. Mm -hmm. So that was all part of one mechanism that said, I acquire the rights from you. Here's some type of compensation or there's deferred compensation or whatever it is (laughs) that I get to run. I get to run the traps on all of this until I can get my movie to the box office. I bet it does not go your way. You don't think? Nope. I do not. I think it's going to be in there the two years or whatever it was. They And I, I think they'll get so This will probably be one of those that, that Paramount will just say, okay, he, what do you want? Yeah. How much will be check. for yeah. you to go away? Because, I mean, how much is Top Gun making off of this right now? They're yeah. going to be making – how's 500000 sound? Here you go. But what do you think the original business deal was, though? I How mean, much? do you think it was a flat fee? They were foolish to give a flat fee. Everybody knew this mo- this movie was going to make lots of money. They should have gotten one percent of the box. So office that's what or I'm trying to there. figure out. Where if they got points, why? What would the what would litigation do for them in this case that they Which weren't going to get makes anyway? Makes you think well, that no, that they didn't. If Paramount, if Paramount is trying to. Take advantage of the situation and say, no, we only had to pay you if the movie came out in 2019, then they got a case. Mm-hmm. Or if it came out in 2020 or whatever. the. De- I just think the terms of the deal should have been the terms of the deal. Well, clearly no somebody thinks they have a case. So Yeah, but that's, you know, that you got a lot of people that show up and go, when a song, when a song is the most popular song ever. People have a tendency to go, well, I wrote a song a lot like that back a long time ago. That's like me claiming I invented uh, Pay at the Pump. Just because my sister gives me credit doesn't mean I'm the inventor. <laughs> I'm really struggling with this Did answer. you all know I invented Pay at the Pump? I've uh, only heard it a few times. All right. Two seven zero two five nine. Misty has as well. 6,000. Uh, oh, we got a bunch of guesses. Only one person shared my guess, which I was a little disappointed. I don't even have a guess. If your number ends in 0672, you know the answer was steal food off of their plate. Steal food off of their plate. You need to be... You need to be five weeks into the deal before you borrow that French fry. You go, hey, can I have one of those fries? Why? Why did you? Joey grimace at that? doesn't share food. <laughs> oh yeah, no, that's right. I forgot about the Joey. Joey doesn't share uh, food. But I, I'm good. not a big fan. I mean, you can, and I'll let the little one. But I, I put one five of the, weeks is man. I don't know. About I that. put one of the the words that I'm not allowed to say, or she'll smack me on there. Oh, oh yeah, yeah which I think makes sense. Five weeks. It's about the time. If I were you, I'd wait longer than five weeks. Uh, let's oh, it took me a second, Sam. I was like, "Well, I'm not going to say the word because oh, I'm, you're, I'm yeah." There's I'm close enough to where you can still reach me. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, here are the so congratulations to 0672. I think that was the number. Here are some words and phrases that show your phrases, uh, show your age. I'm going to run through these rather quickly, and it, it has shown like, oh no! I and one of these is on here that I still use frequently, and now I think, 
people hear that and go, what does that mean? And I'll get to it in a second. Uh, surfing the web, if you okay. say so, to, to Gen Z, to Sam's age, everybody has always been surfing the web. There's no like, oh, I go get on the line. And even if you put World Wide Web on it, I've been surfing the World Wide Web. Oh, goodness. You now, will if, you sound, say, if you say that, you're going to sound real old. Surfing the web, at least. Sounds... Old, old in a heartbeat. Uh-huh. And then uh, Chesterfield. So this is one that so it says your grandkids have no idea that by Chesterfield you mean couch. Yep. I thought Chesterfield was something you smoke. Right? <laughs> I thought Chesterfield was a brand of cigarette. I've never heard that before. I've never heard a Chesterfield uh, that a couch was called a Chesterfield. So I've never heard the word Chesterfield. Heavens to Betsy. I've heard that. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, but have you heard it from a young person? No. Calling something a Kodak moment. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, sure. Heard kids it, kids don't know what a Kodak I was. I mean, I know what a Kodak is. I'm not that young. Psych. Oh, that was uh-huh. big in the uh-huh. 80s and 90s. Psych. Uh-huh. Going steady. Like you're going well? No. Oh, there well, you go, you, Sam. You might be going well. <laughs> no, if you're, if you're dating. If yeah, you're yeah, going steady, if yeah. You're, if, you're going, if you're going steady. Yeah, uh, but meaning it's... Yeah. <laughs> Making whoopee, that was invented by the newlywed game. That's what they had to. That's what they had to call uh, wrestling on the newlywed on the game shows back then. Making whoopee, and then the one that surprised me: talk to the hand. See, I just figured everybody knew. You say talk to the hand because that came mm-hmm. from a TV or movie. Was talk to the hand because the face ain't listening, and so talk to the hand is a phrase. And didn't realize, oh yeah, kids probably don't get that. So there are phrases that will definitely date you. Got to get to a break. We'll come back, finish it up for the morning here on In the Know. But on the midnight watch, I realized why twice you ran away. MB's point to ponder for today. If you're a famous thief, would that mean you're not a good thief? I don't, I mean, what about George Clooney's character in... Robin Hood, Danny Ocean. Yeah, yeah, I know. But I mean, if you were, if he was really good, mm-hmm. I mean, he went to he went to jail twice in that movie. He was getting out of jail in the beginning and went mm-hmm. back to jail just when the, in the period of uh, one Ocean's Eleven movie. So if he were, so he's notorious. But does that? I mean, Nick, uh, Ben Gates or Ben Gates is that his name in National Treasure? He he steals the Declaration of Independence and he never goes to jail. There you go. But it, were it not for the movie, we wouldn't know about it. True. I mean, it's a true story, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Nicholas yes. Cage it's stole the Declaration Rushmore. of Independence. Yeah, if you go digging around at Mount uh-huh. Rushmore, you'll find the Declaration of Independence. On ABC and CBS and PBS and CNN and C-SPAN, the attack on the Capitol, the investigation tonight. I'll be curious to know what Fox News does tonight. Because most of the networks, I mean, the big the big three appear to be all covering this. So I don't know. Be interesting. And then for those of you who have no interest whatsoever in that, and maybe who are all caught up on 90-day fiancé or 90-day whatever, you're not caught up? Nope. Okay, you got plenty. The NHL playoffs, Eastern Conference game number five. On for 
those you might probably be more, be more likely to watch the the hearings than the Listen, po- you are than exactly the we were at di- we, when we were in dinner uh, on our anniversary trip that's a few true. weeks ago she got fired up over that hockey game only that, because it was close uh, and that's right and well, it i was rooting for the the people around us because it was their home team or whatever e- you call it but eastern conference game five i mean you're getting into mm-hmm. the thick of things it's very exciting Today's highlight in history, this date in 2004, the body of Ronald Reagan arrived in Washington to lie in state in the U.S. Capitol Rotunda before his uh, funeral. In 1732, James Oglethorpe received a charter from Britain's King George II to found the colony of Georgia. So I guess that's why they have Fort Oglethorpe down there, just outside Chattanooga. There's even a University Oglethorpe. There is? Uh Uh-huh. In 1983, Britain's conservatives, led by Prime Minister Margaret Thatcher, won a decisive election victory. Jurassic Park premiered this date in 1993, but Jurassic Park premiered in Washington, D.C. Seemed like an odd town for Jurassic Park to have its world premiere. Bill Clinton wanted to go. I guess. Dick Vitale is 83 today. Love it. Patricia Cornwell is 66 today. Oh, Michael J. Fox is 61. Aaron Sorkin is 61. Love Aaron Sorkin's work. The pride of Owensboro, Kentucky, Johnny Depp is 59 today. (laughs) He and Jeff Beck have a new single out today. You got a good birthday list there. (laughs) Yep. Natalie Portman is 41 today. Padme, Queen, Queen Amidala. Big names on that list. Gone but not forgotten, Peter the Great in 1672, Cole Porter in 1891, Les Paul in 1915. A couple of really good musicians on that list between Cole Porter and Les Paul. Dickie V. Let's go to Chart Toppers. I didn't actually meet Dickie V, but I was I'd love from, to meet. I was from me to you from him in the uh, hotel Dickie one v. day. In 1959, Johnny Horton number one. Everybody that's met him says that he is. He's exactly what you would think he would be. I think right? it's a very similar. I th- I think I don't need to meet Dick Vitale because I've met E.E. E. McGee. Yeah, they're probably there's probably some similarities. Both there. champions of young people. Uh huh. Big personalities. Uh huh. Everybody loves them. You know. Exact national treasure. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Who loves? 1968. Herb Albert, this guy's in love with you. Maybe next year for a for a meet the Cougar night, we can we can do a, a broadcast booth with Dickie V, E. E. McGee. Ooh, that would be, be a, wonderful. Put E. E. McGee and Dick Vitale on the same broadcast team. Uh-huh. Yes. yes. When is this? Meet the Cougar night. I think it'd be perfect. Date to be determined. Nineteen seventy-seven, Stevie Wonder, number one, or Sir Duke. Maybe we have summer basketball this afternoon. You think Dickie V's doing anything? Maybe we can. It would be the only thing that Cougars would make fighting tigers at four o'clock. Only thing that would make summer basketball exciting would be to I mean, put Grayson those County, two Breckenridge County summer basketball with on the call. McGee and Vital on the on the mic. New shoes, I can't wait. Number one in nineteen eighty-six. Uh, 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 I can't wait. All right, let's go to Nikki French, who remade Bonnie Tyler's Total Eclipse of the Heart. It was number one this date in 95. 
That song is a travesty. I think of in high school, I took calculus in high school, and there was a musical that my teacher had found called Calculus the Musical, and they did a parody of Total Eclipse of the Heart, all about calculus. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. That sounds riveting. <laughs> it's, mm, sorry, I missed it. It's, it's fantastic. Beyonce, number one in 04 with Naughty Girl. And Justin Timberlake, number one with Mirrors this date nine years ago today. There's like 20 songs. I'll make sure to send it to you so you can add them to your playlist. Well, please do. Yeah, I can't. I won't be able to live another day without it. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Don't go through life. Grow through life. Don't go through life. Grow through life. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for Beej, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.